Okay, Hatmana. Resh Nun. We're starting Resh Nun Chet today. Just a couple of quick little things from where we left off. Um, we're going to come to more examples at the end. Just a couple of quick things here. One is Hatmana B'Miktsat. Can one do Hatmana if it's only partially covered and the heating source is hot from below? So then... According to pretty much all, just about all Ashkenazi poskim, hatamana b'miktzat is no problem. You can wrap things up before Shabbos, on Shabbos, if it's just partially cut, wrapped up. Um, according to the Shulchan Aruch and the Chazonish, hatamana b'miktzat is aser if it's mosif heva. If there's a solid source of heat coming from below, then it is. Even hatamana b'miktzat is called hatamana. Um, so there's a question if that only applies by coals or also our metal heating elements, and it might have, and it might only apply by coals if it's also you have the coals the yechalim around the pot a little bit. But in general, the um, in general the approach by most Ashkenazim is it's a hundred percent mutter, and by Sfardim, a lot of them want to say it should be aser according to the Shulchan Aruch. But the minat by many Sephardim is also to be meiko. Okay. Um, so, an obvious question, so a very common question is, can you put up pots, Erev Shabbos, and cover them up with a, with a towel? Erev Shabbos, you put up food on your hot plate or a blech, and you want to cover it up with a towel. So the general minat is, most people allow it. However, some say it's only allowed, or perhaps many say it's only allowed, and this is both for Svardim and Ashkenazim, it's if there's airspace on the side of the pockets. Right? If you drape over a towel over all of your pots, and on the side, you don't tightly enclose it and push it all the way around, or wrap it around, and therefore since there's airspace all around, they say it's not derech hatmana, that's not the normal way that people did hatmana, it was either a towel wrapped around it or it's tightly packed um, uh, sand, sand or gechalim, and they would tightly pack it all the way around. That's called derech hatmana. So the general minag is to be make on erech Shabbos, just it's important to leave over some airspace. Some say it's even okay if there's not airspace, and they say it's only a problem, it was only a problem with coals. But uh, nowadays we don't really uh, warm up our... Our pots with coals, it's not a, it's it's not the same thing because metal you can't pack it around, you can't doesn't move. Okay. Um, that's about it. Okay. So I mean just there's no such there's a principle, there's no hatamana with food inside food. Everyone says if you're gonna immerse um, uh, if you're going to immerse meat, so you're going to immerse um, a piece of, um, what's the cake inside? Chillant? Kishka. kishka, there you go. The kishka. <laughs> kishka. You have uh, sausages, whatever you want to immerse inside uh, an egg, anything you want to immerse inside um, a, a chillant pot or food. Uh, generally, all the post games say it's not a problem. Uh, now, what if you wrap it up? So then, if you wrap it up, most post also say it's for sure not a problem. 
Um, because that's that's how you cook. That that's that's not called derech hatmana. Nobody would ever call that derech hatmana. That's the normal way of cooking. It's all in one pot. It's batal to the pot. Hatmana is when you take a pot and you wrap it around. There is such an opinion that says one should pop holes in the wrapping. I don't think there's a need for it. I don't know if it accomplishes anything because if you say it's wrapped, it's still wrapped. The hole doesn't take away being a wrap. But anyway, some do say it's good to pop a hole in there in the wrapping. Uh, let's see. Okay. So let's let's read inside. Now, Resh Nun, and then we'll get to some few important examples. Resh Nun Chet. Now, it's, this is an interesting halacha. You have to reorient yourself a little bit because this halacha, believe it or not, encompasses quite a bit. Um, it takes our understanding of Mechzeh uh, Kamavashal a bit differently. Uh, not really, but a pot on top of a pot. So you'll see when we explain it. And normally we say until now that all right, a person can take up take a pot and put it on top of another pot, and it's not a problem to cook. Uh, it's not a problem to warm it up if it's fully cooked, even on Shabbos morning. Um, we also said there's no hatmana if you have something that's mosif, something that's uh, mosif hevel. An item that's mostly fevel. We said it's a problem of a tamana even erev Shabbos. And if, but we said if you have something that's, um, what's it called? It's not mostly fevel. And, and if it's mostly fevel, you can't even do it on Shabbos, even if it's a cold item. But we learned if you have a cold item, you are allowed to do a tamana on a cold item on Shabbos if it's not mostly fevel. Um, you have something hot, you want to just keep it hot on the counter, you're allowed to wrap a towel around it. Um, uh, if it's if it's not hot, if it's hot, so then there's the halachas of hatamana. But if it's cold, everyone says you can take a towel around a cold cold piece of chicken or a cold pot and wrap it around. Hatamana on Shabbos is only if it's something that's hot to begin with. That's if it's not mosifel. That's if it's not mosifel. If it's mosifel, you have heating elements, you have coals, so then it's a problem even if it's cold. So now when you read Reishon and Chet, it puts a little twist. Aleph. Mutar lehaniach mi be'od yom. Now, notice the words mi be'od yom. This is only Erev Shabbos that we're saying it's mutter. On Shabbos, it's not okay. That's that's clear from the Gemara and Shabbos, the, the Rambam, the, the Shulchan Aruch, it's pretty clear. That kli shiyesh bo davar kar agabe kedera chama. If you want to take a um, something cold, a cold item, a cold pot, and you want to put it on top of a kadera that's hot. So there's a discussion, are we talking about a kadera that's on the fire, not on the fire? Let's, maybe we'll push that aside. Um, okay. Could be it's only if it's off the fire. Right? So now, you take it on Erev Shabbos, and you want to put it on a, on a pot. So listen, She'ein ketomin So he says, you're allowed to do this Erev Shabbos. So the question is, is it called Mosif Hevel or not Mosif Hevel? This blurs the definition a little bit. And so he says, basically it goes like this. If it's Erev Shabbos, it's you're allowed to. You're allowed to put a pot on top of a pot, if it's cold, on top of another pot, and you're allowed to wrap it up even. Because um, that's if it's a pot on top of a pot. Because nobody, it's not called Derech of Hatmana with Mosif Hevel, if you're balancing one pot on top of another pot. Is the top pot wrapped up in something? We're talking about if it's wrapped up. 
Because if it's not wrapped up, no, it's important to clarify. So we're talking about wrapping up, because if it's not wrapped up, you're allowed to do it even on Shabbos in the morning, because it's a pot on top of a pot. Rashi's Chet's talking about, clearly, only if you're wrapping it up. And then it's only mutter on Erev Shabbos. If it would be on a, the Blech maybe directly, if it would be on, on Gechalim directly, it would be Aser. If it's completely wrapped all the way around. But, he, but here we're saying it's allowed to, but it's on a Kedera. Uh, it's on top of a pot. So it depends how you want to understand it. But I think I'll leave that for the shear. But it's, there's two ways to, to read it. Um, it's So that's a question mark. Many say, even if it's not on a heating element, even if it's off the heating element, so you're allowed to do it on Shabbos, uh, Arab Shabbos, but you can't be doing this on Shabbos. You take something cold, because there's something called, I mean, I don't know if it has a technical term or not, moli de bochom, is if you can't, one of the rules of Hatamana is you can't, so this is an interesting, not everyone's so aware, you can't take something on Shabbos, that's cold, and then use Hatamana to heat it up. Such as, it'd be a, it's, a, it's a problem, it's, an, uh, it's definitely an Isidarabanan, to take a pot, or a piece of schnitzel, or a challah, and, ra- and put it on top of your cholim pot Shabbos morning. It's cold, right? Take it on top of a, on top of a cholim pot or on top of your pots, and then completely wrap it up. Even though it's on top of a kadera. So normally we said kadera to agabe kadera is not a, it's not a problem of mechse kumavasho, and it's not a problem of, um, it's, uh, it's not a problem on Erev Shabbos, but it is a problem on Shabbos, because there's a dinder not to heat up your food from being cold to being hot if it's through hatamana. Alright? Now, the Mishnah Bura here says that it's, if you're heating it up, um, even below Yad Seledbo, it's a problem. However, Tzarech Ion, is if you look in the Bir Lacha later in Shin Yurchet, and you look at Beferu Shochanarach, it says, and if you look at the tour, they all say it has to be Yad Seledbo. If it's not Yad Seledbo, then it's not a problem. In other words, if you put your challah, you can wrap it up with a hundred towels on top of your chilling pot if the challah will not reach Yad Seledbo. But if it reaches Yad Seledbo, so that's when you can't wrap it up. That's right. So one solution is not to keep it right. Well, don't even, yeah, you have no choice. If it's going to be, if your chal is going to reach Yad Seledbo on top of your chilling pot, you can't wrap it up. Just make sure it's not completely wrapped. And that pretty much, yeah. So just leave over 10% exposed to the air and you avoided the problem. What about, yeah, I was going to save it for later. Can you do this with uh, foil wrapping? If Can you wrap can you wrap up your challah, take it out of the plastic bag, now wrap it up and to put it on top. So there are two two main opinions on this one. Everyone says, if you're going to take that challah, that challah and wrap it up completely and then wrap it and wrap it and wrap it with a foil, so it's like, you know, wrapped around a couple times, everyone says that's a problem. Right? What if you only wrap it around it once? So then, there are two common opinions out there and, or minhagim lahalacha, so one opinion says it's asr because you're wrapping it if it's completely wrapped. But that's only if your intention is to wrap it for the own sole purpose of keeping it hot, warming it and keeping it hot. If 
there's even a 10%, let's say, a side reason of wrapping it. Like you don't want dust, you don't want something to splash on it, uh, you don't want it to become, uh, you're worried about mice, we learned yesterday, you don't want, um, you know, kids are throwing balls or whatever, spitballs, you want to protect it from the top. You've got, um, a common thing is you want to keep it from maybe being uh, fleshic or touching some of the food, if that helps. So then for all, so any reason that you have for having it wrapped on all sides with one layer, for sure not a problem. Because, now some say, even if that's not your intention. Now, mo- many say that is a problem. Um, Igros Moshe is one of them. That if that's your sole intention, then that's, that is a problem if it's wrapped on all sides with uh, even one layer. Um, some write that the men I've heard from uh, from Rabbanim uh, in Israel and in America that that it's not a, that it's the minug is not to follow this extreme uh, that it, one wrapping is okay uh, either because you, you, uh, the assumption is everybody wants it to be um, wrapped on all sides not only for the even if the main purpose is to keep it warm but the only but it's not the only purpose. It's also to protect it. Um, the Orch Shabbos, for example, he writes like it's mutter because this is everyone's reason. But if you know yourself, that's not the reasoning. So it's perhaps a question. But there's often an ulterior motive. Even if it's not the main reason, there's always, there's, for many of us, there's a small reason, even a small reason we don't want it to be, um, uh, what's it called? Or to pre- prevent it from drying out from the air. That's another reason. Now, um, another reason why some people say lechatchila it's okay, quoted by the Bar Moshe and others, is that if it's a kli, if you call one wrapping of the aluminum a kli, again, it doesn't mean it's a kli for all halachas of tumah and tara, but it means for the halachos Shabbos, it ha- we look at it conceptually for the iser derabanan of hatamana, we look at it as a kli, and with one kli, we never say that the kli itself is hatamana. <coughs> Everyone's allowed to put food inside a dish and no one calls that hatamana with its own pot. So if you consider this tinfoil wrapping as a cleave for this halacha of hatamana, then for sure it wouldn't be a problem. I was going to save it for later, but here, pouring water inside a thermos. Can one pour water inside a thermos? So one can, and many reasons given. One is because that's its cleave itself. The thermos itself is one cleave. You can never call its own cleave Hatmana. Uh, Chazonish is famous for saying that. Um, another reason is when you close it, there's some airspace on top. That might be a reason. Uh, you also, you're doing it to prevent it. You, you don't want it to spill. You don't want things to fall inside. So that's another reason why people close it. So that's another reason why it should be okay. Also, we don't say, this is a good principle, in general, we don't say Hatmana on Shabbos by Klisheni. There's never an Isra... That's if it's not Mosi Pebel. If it's not Mosi Pebel, then like with a towel, we never say there's Hatmana with a You're always allowed to do Hatmana with a Kli Sheni. It's only by a Kli Rishon is there an Esr of Hatmana. That takes that one. Um, here, now that we're, we're on a little bit of a roll over here without learning Wouldn't inside. The challah itself... It's it's nothing. It's uh, it wasn't even hot the, the foil, so it's it's like it's like a nothing. So it wouldn't be a problem of doing hatamana with there were, can't be a problem of doing hatamana with challah from the, if it would be 
no increase of heat. But since you're putting it on a heating element and you're making something cold to hot, then it doesn't matter if it's a kli revi, whatever you want to, if there is such a thing, then it's not, it wouldn't be a problem. Even a hundred. Exactly. The heating of making it hot, and it could get yad to let it go. I'll, I'll leave it tarachin on our mission right. but uh, it could be yad to, it has to be yad to um, Can you put ice in a cooler? For sure you can. First of all, it's cold, plus all the reasons by the thermos. So you can even wrap up a hundred times around. Um, yeah, you can even wrap a towel around a thermos and a cooler. Correct. There's definitely not, unless it's mostly Hevel and it'll make it hot. But if it keeps it cool and it reaches Yatsalabah, that's obviously not the case of an ice cooler. Okay, let's read a little bit more inside and then we'll have a couple more things here. Uh, wait, did we finish this? Mm, oh, <coughs> fine. So we pretty much finished Hatmana. The, I'll do a couple of little examples. Reish Nun Tet has a little bit of Hatmana. It's actually a hidden, it's, 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 uh, it's called Dine Hatamana Tiltulam. So really, it's a halacha of tiltul. Really, this is a siman of muksa, which I'd rather save for later, but it's here now. Um, okay, let's see. Uh, we spoke about this one. Just a little tidbit. Hatamana only applies by food. There's never a problem to wrap up a kli. Uh, you want to warm up, you know, people have plate warmers. You want to warm up your plates, no problem whatsoever. Yes, that's coming right up. Here, here we are. Thank you. Now, can you heat up a baby bottle of has milk? Um, let's assume, so it also depends if the liquid was cooked or not cooked before. But let's assume we're talking about raw uh, milk that was, wasn't cooked yet and you want to heat it up um, but you want to warm it up by putting it inside inside water, uh, hot water. So to put it. Why should that be different than the Ah, so there you're there you're putting the food. It'd be like taking the milk without the bottle inside hot water. But that's you can't do that. It's going to mix in and it won't work. So that would be okay, obviously. To pour milk inside. Water, as long as you're not going to be cooking it, there's no problem. There's no issues of hatamana. The issue of hatamana is now you're wrapping up a bottle. You have a kli with milk, and now you're wrapping it up with water. Yeah, but you said if you, if there's no problem with kli So all you need to do is take it out. So oven. that's if it's cold. But to make it hot... Remember, your intention here is to heat it. Yeah, once you want to make something hot, then you could have hatamana. If you take water, say, into a... I don't know, a Latinus Adan cup or whatever. You put, yeah. you put water from the urn. Um, right. The dish, and then you put the bottle in there. Yeah. How is that happening? You're not covering the bottle, you're letting it sit in the water. Ah, okay. So if you have the bottle half in, half out, yeah. and it's not completely immersed in water, for sure not a problem. Yeah. Assuming it won't reach Yad Seledibo, perhaps even if it reaches Yad Seledibo. Now, when we said about the cliché, uh, see, that's if so. You're not going to have if you wrap your case. You put boiling hot water in a in a kiddush, in a washing cup. 
So if you wrap up that washing cup with the towel, you won't have a tamana issues. Because it's a cliche. But, the, but since you want to take something cold and heat it up, then you could, if you fully immerse a baby bottle inside uh, water, so some say that's a problem. Some say it's not a problem. Uh, just leave it as a machloket. But uh, if it's not completely immersed, for sure it's no problem. But if it you... It's okay. Yeah, it's for sure not a problem. For sure it's not a problem. The... Yeah, you look at the kli. Um Some say it's okay if it's... Even if it's fully immersed and... One of the one of the reasons they they say it's okay is because the water itself is going to be it's going to constantly get cooler and cooler over time, and since uh, since the water itself is getting cooler and cooler over time, that's called it's, it's not called a mosif hevel and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be an issue. If you're making the water, it also depends if if the milk could reach yatsiladibo, which. Practically, per, I believe that's impossible. Any case that we're talking about, when a person heats up their baby bottle, it'll never turn into Yatsuletabo, as far as I know. But I guess it depends how deep and whatever, it depends on the situation. <laughs> <laughs> so, in general, so, but there, there's, a, there's a Taz and a Mishnabura who's against it. Uh, so, uh, it, it's a makhluk if you're allowed to completely immerse it or not. Okay. Um, let me mention this one. This one we mentioned. We did all this. Okay, we're good. I uh, I'm not going to go into too much detail about a crock pot. That has uh, that's that probably takes a while to go over. Just to avoid the issues of Shia. Um, yeah, whatever. I think we'll skip the crock pots for uh, for this type of share. This that'll take already a few minutes. You have to deal with Shia, Hazara, Hatmana. And all that kind of stuff. It's so uh, we'll skip it. Let's let's cover a little bit of ground before the day is over. Reish nun tet. Kamadini hatmana v'tutulam aleph. So mochin, right? Those are like pieces of um, cotton, little pieces of cotton. Um, all right. Shetaman v'hem derech mikra. Now we're talking about if it's so. We're talking about cases where it's muksa, right? These items were not set aside to be used. And they had no purpose. So then, shetaman behem derech mikra asur taltalan. If it just by chance it got covered up with these items, they're still considered muksa, and then you, you you can't move these items directly. So what do you do if it's not completely immersed and you can reach the handle? That's uh, it's almost completely immersed, but not a hundred percent. So then, what do you do? You just elamina er akisui vehen no float. So you just lift up the cover. Or you reach in, you, I don't know, you put in your finger a little bit without trying to, to move them at all, and, and that's okay. That'll be kila'achar yad. You just sneak your hand in through them if you need to, and you lift up the cover and you let all of them fall out. And since the cover itself is not muksa, it's, we're caught, we're, now we're talking about til, uh, muksa tiltul munatsad. I don't want to get into a whole thing over here with muksa, but it's important to know, I just, I just have to make sure we, it's important we're all on the same page. There's a major difference when it comes to muksa if it's tiltul kila acharyad and tiltul minatsad. Kila acharyad means you're handling it in a not normal fashion. You're not using your hand the way you normally use your hand. You're using your elbow, your backhand, your foot when it's when a hand is normally used. 
you're using maybe your left hand versus your right hand, you're using uh, your backwards hands, um, using two hands at the same time when it's always done with one hand. These are all examples of kila akhayad. The way you're using your hand is very abnormal. Okay? Minatsar means you're holding, you're using your hand the way you always use your hand, but you're, it's indirectly. You're indirectly moving it. So here you're moving, you're holding the kisui normally with your hand, and you're not really touching the, the mochin directly. You're not moving them directly in a normal fashion, and that's called minatsad. Okay? Uchegon shemiksatan megula shein zetiltel ela mitzido. Right? Minatsad. Okay? But if you set them aside, these are what you use. It could even be for this one Shabbos, but you set them aside for this Shabbos, for every Shabbos, these mochin you're using, like uh, rocks. Normally rocks are muksa, uh, stam rocks. But if you're using them as a doorpost or a door thing to hold open a door, so that, that you, you picked one and that's what you use every week or all week, so that's no longer muksa. But if you use them with semer, then uh, wool, if, even if you didn't, you're allowed to move them. This is because normally we assume that they're not muksa, unless we assume that they are muksa, like it's for business, you're selling them. Okay. But if you put them aside, because normally these these wool items, you, they were used, to, you had them to use them when you needed them. But if you set them aside specifically to sell them as for business, so then. That's one of the categories. Okay, same thing. Just pick up the, the the lid. As we explained, the lid itself is a kli, so you're allowed to hold that normally. Even though they're on top of it and they fall, who cares? The, even though one's on top, one's on bottom, it doesn't matter. It doesn't turn it into a basis. A basis is when they're serving the, 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 the your cotton balls are serving uh, what's who's serving who the cotton balls are tafel they're serving the kli so you don't call it a basis it's only a basis when the the, the basis is serving and ho- supporting what, what's more important okay um, should we stop maybe we'll we'll stop all right.